Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom and you are listening to Two Star Podcast. Hi, you're listening to Two Star Podcast. I'm Graham. I'm here with my friends, my colleagues, my co-conspirators, Adam and Dan. Evening. Hello. Adam, you killed the mellow vibe. I do that. Well, that's true. <laughs> At least he owns it. So... What's going on with you, cool fuckers? Um, well, I, I have some good news. Huh? Um, I have uh, been in touch with the Podcasting Council of Great Britain, mm-hmm. um, and they are willing to formally recognise us as a good podcast. Excellent. Well, it's about bloody time. Yeah, I know. There's a, I mean, to be fair, you know, you have to understand these things. There's a lot of red tape, a lot of mm. paperwork that has to be filled out. Um, appropriate fees paid for processing, etc. Um, but, you know, it's finally happened. Well, it went right down to the wire. Mm. It was 11th hour notification, but yeah, they confirmed that by episode 17 we had achieved the rating of good. Yep, so that's... I think, I think it's good that we've we've achieved our goal. Yep. Uh, I think it would be disappointing if we'd got to episode 17 and we had not been good. Oh, it's the first time in my life I've achieved a goal, so it's a Exciting new feeling. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it's a good place to start. Mm. Um, and and from now on, we can uh, we can proudly display their you know heavily artifacted JPEG banner uh, on our website. Yeah, and we get a sew on patch each to put on yes. our, on put on our coats on our uniforms. Yep. We are officially good at podcast, and there is no way anyone can prove otherwise. Well, technically only within the United Kingdom. Um, I, I believe that they're, they are not formally recognised outside uh, of the UK. Okay. So what's our target for, well, I mean, for European recognition, I think we were good enough by episode four. Yes. But worldwide, what would you say? I think episode maybe 23 is a reasonable target. I think so. Um, are we, we going to go whole worldwide or are we going to try and crack one particular market? Well, I think we should start with English language. Um you know that that so one, of our, one of our one of something. Yeah, one of our weaker points is probably our, our foreign language content. Um, That's true, and obviously that that limits where we can get certification um, in other countries. Um, but I mean, certainly we could do you know the US, Australia, Canada, um, any other any British territories around the world. There are still quite a few of those. I think we've um, already alienated the US. Well, I was about you know, to say, well, they're all populated by idiots, so they'll like us anyway. So I think we've covered that point. I, I think we all agreed that Americans aren't welcome to listen to this. I don't think it's, it's reasonable to say that you know America's a lost cause at this point. I think we just have a, a lot of bridges to build. No, they have to build the bridges. Also, well, to be fair, we burn them, so it's only fair that they build them. Exactly. We don't burn a bridge just to go and rebuild it. That would be insane. Also, it is the eve of the general election. We, you know, It would be very much in the spirit of the occasion to do a complete U-turn. Oh, yeah, that's not that bad. We love yeah. Americans. Okay, right. We need to get to number one in the American podcast chart yep. by episode 23. I think that's achievable. Uh, what's number yeah. one at the moment? What, what, what's our competition? Uh, I don't know. Um, probably WTF. That's a popular one. The Nerdist. Serial's finished now, so yeah. everyone, everyone's well over that shit. I have, let's have a look at the, um, the iTunes chart. Four podcasts. Uh, this American Life is uh, the current uh, top number one. 
I listened to 10 minutes of one of them, and they were all insufferable pricks, so I turned it off. Yeah, that is on the downside. Fit right in. Uh, oh, then there's the new screensavers, which is a video podcast, therefore doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. That's just um, um, a YouTube and then, thing. Then Radio Lab. Oh yeah, they're quite good. And then it's then it's serial, so they don't count anymore. I can't be doing with American accents in my ears. It's bad enough that I have to see American accents in films and TV. I don't want any podcasts. It, it as is well. something that that is a bit kind of jarring. Like I find it kind of grates on you much more than watching it on TV. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe it's because it's directly in your ears. Mm. Yeah, I've got enough American voices directly in my ears. Well, yeah. not in my ears, but in my head. So yeah. When the NSA listens to me, I hear American voices. So, well, let's let's crack America. So, if you're listening to this and you know any Americans, uh, shout at them until they listen, or give us their, give us their Skype name, and we'll we'll phone them up and shout at them. I I don't have a problem with that. I think that's reasonable. Yep, seems so. Wonder what happens if I conference in the Skype test call. Um, can you do that? Oh uh, no, you can't. Uh, you can't add it to the group chat. That's, that seems logical. That's a, a big disappointment. I was just looking to see if there was anybody else online that I could uh, conference in against their will and we could shout at them, but there isn't anyone. That's a disappointment. Mm. So if you ever do want to come on and uh, tell Dan he's a tosser, it's quite a lot of fun. That's why we do it every couple of weeks. Uh, feel free to let us know and we'll we'll add you on Skype and you can come on and talk about whatever you bloody like, because God knows we've run out of stuff. We we really have. Uh, to be honest, I don't think any of us expected that it was gonna gonna go on for seventeen episodes, and you know it's it's getting awfully thin material wise at this point. Well, certainly everything else I've ever started, I've lost interest way before I've reached this point. So mm. that's in itself an achievement, I suppose. The fact that I've been so bloody minded that I haven't given in. On the subject of, of things that we've done that have petered out very quickly, uh, I think it's time for a Kickstarter update. Well, yeah, so we left our listeners at the end of the previous episode with the tantalising, um, tant- tantalant of being 48 hours left and not quite having reached half our target. And I'm pleased to announce, well, I'm not pleased, I'm very angry to announce that that's exactly where it stayed. There was no last-minute rush. Uh, We got funded to the tune of £12, which turns out we don't even get that £12. No, no, it's one of the shit things about Kickstarter. Yeah. Fuck Kickstarter. I'm going to take their cut anyway. Yeah, we failed. But We didn't fail. We didn't fail. We put the thing out there. Our listeners failed. The listeners failed, yeah. And disappointed. The listeners have let us down. They've let themselves down. They've let the school down. It's just... just I think I'm now recording this in spite of the listeners, not for them. I think it's very much us against them now. It used to be Mm. we were taking them on our magical journey with us. Now it's... It's all... uh, It's going to... I think the podcast should take a very confrontational tone from this point forward. Once we've cracked America, I'm leaving all our rubbish British listeners in the dust. It'll be solid America and Americans all the way through. Oh, yeah, we're going to sell out to Hollywood. Yep. And uh, all these losers who didn't even put their hand in their pocket to give us some money for some beef bacon will go fuck themselves. They'll be all like, oh, I knew them before they were cool. And people will ask them, well, why didn't you fund their bloody beef bacon Kickstarter then? 
and then they'll hang their heads in shame. They'll have to say, because I'm an arsehole. Yep. But in spite of that, I found myself in a little town called Batley, just outside Leeds the other week, mm-hmm. and despite my previous attempts to buy beef bacon from shops in Leeds being very disappointing, I thought, hmm, I think there was a stockist in Batley. Well, since I'm here, I'll pop in and be disappointed all over again. So I went in, I went to the fridges, and they stocked it. (gasps) So my freezer now contains two packs of beef bacon. Wow. So all is not lost. So now, I mean, really we should do the admin uh, off-air, but like I say, it's it's us against listeners now, so fuck them. When can you guys come up and uh, eat my beef? Well, um, it's a tempting offer. Yeah. I'm uh, this weekend's a bit short notice. The following weekend and the next one I'm on holiday. So earliest I could do would be the thirtieth of May. That's the is that the bank holiday weekend? Um no, it's the one after. Is it? Yeah, it's twenty fifth is bank holiday because that's last Monday. Ah, yeah. Oh yeah. So it wouldn't be bank holiday, okay, that's fine. Cool. I can do that last one in May. I can't do the First two weeks of June. I think I can do the last one in May. I'll have to check, but I'm pretty sure I can. Okay, and of our listeners, who is invited? Because there were some who uh, who said, yeah, we'll help you out. So of our listeners, Joe, who possibly isn't a listener, uh, she can come. Christopher from Scotland, or Christian, or whatever he's calling himself these days, he can come, but it's quite far to come. Uh, somebody called Dave Nicholas... I don't know who he is, so he can't come to my house. And uh, we had somebody called Angelica Garrison from America who pledged one pound. Really? We certainly did. So she might be our way into America. She's from Mystic CT. What's that, Connecticut? I presume so. Yeah, that sounds plausible. Yeah. So, uh, well, she can come. Her picture on Kickstarter is just some some blue squares in a sort of um, pixelated gradient. So I think that tells you all you need to know about uh, Angelica Garrison. It does. Oh, interestingly, that weekend, the 30th and 31st of May, 31st of May is Brian Harvey Day. Oh, fantastic. Well, I know what we're doing on Brian Harvey Day then. Well, eating three jacket potatoes, falling out of our car and running ourselves over. (laughs) It's the only way to celebrate. That's what the great man did. Mm. And uh, that's how it should be marked every year. So... Uh, beef bacon and jacket potatoes and uh, probably a lot of um, just getting really angry and calling the listeners pricks. Yeah. Except for uh, Joe, Scottish Christopher and somebody called Dave. They are friends for life. They are the first ever gold members. No, that's an Austin Powers film. What are they? Um, Kids Club. Um, No, that that just sounds wrong. VIPs. We'll call them our VIPs. So, Dan, yep. can you please okay. make some VIP membership cards uh, for those four people, what I just said? Um, and, uh, I don't know, do what you like with them, chuck them in a bin. There's no, we're not going to post them out. Okay. So, anyway, we have uh, the means to make beef bacon. Even though you don't deserve a podcast of us eating beef bacon, we're going to do one anyway, because we're just so fucking great. Yep. Except for Dan. He's all right. I'm pretty good. Yeah. So, I saw on the internet the other day an interesting uh, 
thing that you can buy to commemorate a, a deceased loved one. So normally you'd have your uh, deceased, uh, well, friend, I suppose. You wouldn't go around cremating dead strangers. That would be weird. But a uh, family member or it's going to be your partner because when I tell you the context of this, anything else sounds a bit weird. Mm. Um, you'd Normally you'd have them cremated. You'd stick them in an urn, put them on the fireplace, and then Ben Stiller would knock it over and ashes go everywhere and it's just a, a huge amount of fun. But if you don't want to do that, what you can do is... That's an edit point while I just find the fucking website. Where's it gone? I really need one of those, you know, the signs they have on TV when the broadcast goes out. Thank you for Technical difficulties. <laughs> Can one of you please uh, hum a little uh, intermission tune? They just have the usual kind of... That's really annoying. No, we need a, like a jaunty little um, piano. No, I can't do yakety. Hang on, hang on. I've got the right thing. What was that meant to be? You'll see. It, it was really bad, even by my standards. I don't think sound goes into Skype. No, it yeah, doesn't. My microphone fixed up everything. Oh, no, that's not intermission music. What's no, some, uh, Google intermission music. Yeah, I'm going to. Fuck was this website? Oh god, this is embarrassing. Don't anyone tell the podcast council of Great Britain about this because they'll revoke our good status. <laughs> ah, perfect, right. So it's the intermission, everyone. If you're having a lovely time here, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rating and subscribing on iTunes. Ice creams are available in the foyer. This is worth it. This is worth it just for seeing Adam doing the little shoulder jig. Yeah, the listeners will never get to see that. I'm enjoying myself. I think every episode now is going to have an intermission. I think so. It's good. Well, it gives the listeners an opportunity to, you know, go and have a drink, go to the toilet, maybe, you know, have a discussion with their loved ones about the podcast. Do people um, listen to this podcast in a sort of uh, book club style? I imagine you would. Should. You want the opportunity to discuss the events um, immediately. You wouldn't want it to, you know, go stale and you forget anything important. Yeah. Everyone sits around, has a listen in, and then uh, says what they've learned, where they think we're going, just comments on the relationships between the protagonist and his uh, two idiot cohorts, whoever happens to be hosting that week. This intermission goes on for ages. It goes on for as long as it has to until uh, until I can find this. Oh, I found it, right. Okay. Right, you need so, a vinyl scratching sound now to end the intermission. It's, it's I fine, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find one. So, anyway, as I was saying before we had our lovely little intermission, um, your loved one has died, you've had them cremated, you don't want to just put them in an urn and uh, leave them up on the on the mantelpiece just to get knocked over by a, a cat or you know a frisbee or um, an American football uh, baseball, softball uh, a tennis ball football, not bowling ball that would be insane um, what else might knock over an urn of ashes um, maybe like a plank of wood you've got over your shoulder, you turn around oh, suddenly a ladder, same under yeah. the same circumstances mm-hmm. yeah. uh, anyway, 
what any of those things can knock off. What we're saying is there are many ways to knock an urn of ashes off a mantelpiece, so don't put it there for fuck's sake. It's dangerous. It's fraught with... Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Right. So instead of that, what you could have is just a lovely little uh, memory box that you can remember your loved ones. So um, a man who has, who is, I don't know, he's he's a designer basically, and he's he's created a a little, a lovely little box, and it's made out of uh, wood. It comes with a little key which you keep on a necklace, uh, a gold key that you keep on a necklace around your around your neck, presumably. Uh, you can open that um that box up and there's a little perfume container with an atomizer so you can put some of their uh their favorite perfume uh in there so you can remember their scent it's got an ipod dock and some speakers so you can put on the favorite song that uh, the two of you used to spend your time dancing to uh and it's got a dildo that you can put some of the ashes in and uh fuck your dead loved one <laughs> There's nowhere to go comically from here. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and it's it's a glass dildo, so you can see kind of there's a little metal thing inside it that is where the ashes go. So basically, it's it's like a, a little urn, maybe an inch or two long, inside a big glass, um, well, dildo. Uh, so I'll read you what the designer has said about it. He says. In a time where we were able to manipulate life, adjust the way that we look, where the possibilities are endless, if it comes to body enhancements, there's one thing we still cannot answer, the unavoidable passing of life. Or can we? 21 Grams is a memory box that allows a widow to go back to the intimate memories of a lost loved one. After a passing, the missing of intimacy with that person is only one aspect of the pain and grief and often remains unspoken. A difficult time for the widow. This forms the basis for 21 Grams. By bringing different nostalgic moments together, like the scent of his perfume, their music, reviving the moment he gave her his her first ring, opens a window to go back to moments of love and intimacy. The cabinet functions, uh, functions as an acoustic amplifier. In the back of the cabinet, there's room for an iPhone. The music plays through the flowers on the inside of the cabinet. The key to the cabinet is also a golden collier, so that she is the only one who can access the cabinet. The urn offers the possibility to conserve 21 grams of ashes of the deceased and displays an immortal desire. If she wishes, she is able to have an intimate night with her sweetheart again. But 21 grams is not just a way to tempt a person to revive an intimate night, but more important, it displays an accusation against the unavoidable passing of life. 21 grams speaks in metaphors, not shock value. That it? That's it, yeah. That that sounds like the kind of thing that would more than, you know, help you to remember the deceased, would scar you mentally for life. Mm. Also, it's kind of a really shameless, a kind of lazy name, what with it being that film and the stupid theory that when somebody dies, their body gets 21 grams lighter because apparently that's the weight of your soul. The scientifically unarguably proven theory that because a doctor weighed somebody once just before and just after and the scales had a margin of error that was around 21 grams so that proves it conclusively you see i think you're being too harsh on this because i see one great feature in it yeah yeah because if this had existed a few years ago whoever the fuck it was wouldn't have thought to write twilight because they could fuck their dead lover however they wanted what twilight's basically about screwing dead people isn't it as far as I no, understand. no, it's an abstinence parable. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. Oh, fuck this. It's, fuck about, it's, about, it's about not shagging people. Because mm. Oh, I completely misunderstood. Because they'll bite your neck and turn you into a vampire. Yeah. Is... Oh. So, well, yeah, no, um... no, in that case, screw it. It's crap. Mm. So, what I find most objectionable about this uh, item is that it's very female-centric. What does a bloke do? Well, no, I, again, I, I'm going to disagree here. What kind of man has perfume? What kind of man has a favourite song with their um, with the, with their lover? Well, I would say men who wear aftershave and men who have emotions. So what you're saying is gay people? Oh yeah. All right. I, yeah, yeah, it works. Dude, it's 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 not discriminatory at all. It's Perfect. it's very inclusive. Yeah, I think women have it a lot easier for uh, masturbating than men do, because there isn't really a way of creating an artificial vagina. But basically, everything you look at is an artificial penis. When <laughs> you say everything you look at. Graham, yeah. Graham, the, your next point about we need to diagnose your brain disease, I think that's a good place to start. No, but I mean, basically, every single thing you see could be used as a, as a, as a surrogate have you, have cock. Have you not seen the burgeoning fleshlight market? Yeah, but that's a bit contrived, isn't it? Well, yes. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you'd have to go on the internet and buy that, whereas if you're a girl, you can just go to the fridge and put out a cucumber. You, you that- can. Have you ever heard of anyone actually doing that? I thought that was one of those things like in porn movies where the plumber comes around and then you end up having sex with them. Wherein... Well, I think probably women are a little bit more sophisticated, but if blokes had vaginas, then there's nothing in the house that wouldn't have been up <laughs> them at some point. That's and that's basic biology, isn't it? No, I, I take your point. So yeah, given the men to fuck hoovers, it's, um, it's yeah, exactly. On that subject, I had to buy a new hoover this week. <laughs> Have you fucked it yet? I fucked it up. I <laughs> I hoovered uh, too powerful, and it, the Hoover couldn't take it. You hoovered too close to the sun. Yeah, I think so. Like the parable of shit. What? Which parable was it? I can't remember. Uh, ho- Hooverus. <laughs> yes. Um, your waxy Hoover fell apart, and you fell back to earth unhoovered and with yeah. dust everywhere. Because I I broke uh, the second Hoover drive belt in six months. Uh, just by nice. the awesome power of my vacuuming, uh, and then I so I fixed you really that. Really fucking it, weren't you? This yeah, is well, the only conclusion I can draw from this. I think if my penis could, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> if my penis could destroy Hoover's. Then there's absolutely no way I would risk having another child because it'd be like a shotgun, wouldn't it? Uh, but uh, the motor just um, well. It didn't go on fire, but a lot of smoke came out of it, and now it makes a really weird noise, so I uh, had to... But the EU have banned my Hoover, my previous vacuum cleaner. Well, that's it's, why it's... you've got to vote, vote UKIP, because they're the only ones willing to, to protect our Hoovers from yeah, exactly. those bureau- faceless bureaucrats in Brussels. Yeah, the the awesome power of my vacuum cleaner was, was too high for um, Europeans to handle, so we've been banned from buying a, a Hoover that powerful, so I had to buy one that was less than half the watts that's an outrage. How the fuck is that ever going to suck up any dust? Which is not going to, is it? It'll Impossible. be a complete waste of time. Yeah, everyone knows that the the relative how well how relative what suckitude? What's the word for goodness? Quality. The relative quality of any uh, electrical item is there's a direct correlation to how many watts it consumes. Of course, also how many buttons it's got. Well, yeah, there is that. But the new one I've got, I decided not to opt for an upright i've got the not upright i don't know what they're called but one where you pull it along yeah yeah. 
but not Henry, because I'm not a five-year-old. Or, like, a cleaner in an industrial estate. Isn't it weird that the Henry Hoover is the shittest thing that an adult could purchase, but actually it's a really good thing. Two yards away from me at the moment, so... Yeah. But, I mean, if an alien race ever came to Earth and they came and met the president and uh, they said, you know, we're not going to fuck you up and that because you seem like you've got your head screwed on, you're you're doing all right, we like what you're doing with the Large Hadron Collider and all this sort of stuff. Mm. And then they saw the cleaner coming with a Henry. They they just, nah, fuck this. You you can't be taken seriously. We're going to wipe you out. And I guarantee that the cleaner in the White House has a Henry Hoover because they're good. You kind of feel that actually she'd have like a $5,000 massively over-engineered defense industry Hoover, which looks coincidentally very much like a Henry with painted black and with some posh symbols painted on it. No, I think you're, I think you're coming at this from the wrong angle because um, a cleaner in the White House would be probably on... Do they have a minimum wage in America? I don't know. Uh, Some states it, do. I don't yeah, know do. it would be um, an immigrant. It, it would be agency staff. It wouldn't even be the same one every week. Oh well, no, they'd have to be vetted. Oh fuck, I haven't thought this through. It's complicated, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, you just, you just, you just go to an agency that provides vetted staff. Yeah, but the White House isn't going to risk. They're going to want their own staff, surely. Hmm. What happens if one of them catches the president jacking off or something? Yeah, I think it's White not, House is not going to spread. White House cleaners probably earn more than we do. I doubt probably. it. Oh. They almost certainly still they almost certainly still earn minimum wage. They just happen to be like heavily vetted. Oh yeah, because they're allowed into the White House, so that's uh... maybe they get like free food or something. They probably they probably get like you know they they I, I think the way that most American jobs work is that most of your salary is in, is just in tips. I don't yeah. think, I don't think the president would tip you for hoovering his floor. Well, you bloody well hope so. Well, he doesn't carry cash, does he? Or is that just Queen? I'm sure somebody. I'm sure he has like you know people around him who carry cash. Like the Secret Service agents must have cash for like, uh, like they've just know, got emergencies. Mass, massive wads of bills in their jacket, yeah. and they just peel a few off and tuck it into your into your breast pocket. Given the amount of drugs and sex parties that they seem to go to, they they must do so. Yeah. yeah. In uh, do do you know something that happened in Scotland recently? Uh, referendum. Uh, more recently. Um. No, that's the only well, thing I know that's happened in Scotland. Oh, I can narrow it down for you a little bit. Okay. It happened on the M74. Uh, it, it, a car. A car happened. Oh, you're so yeah. close. Uh, it wasn't a car. It was, in fact, um, a dog drove a tractor onto the motorway. So uh, a sheepdog called Don, owned by farmer Tom Hamilton, had learned the controls of the vehicle, uh, and he drove it onto the road. And then there was a big traffic jam. You see, oh. this terrifies me, because the amount of dogs that I've, like, taunted by making them jump up and down for treats and stuff and fetch the ball that I haven't thrown and stuff, if they figured out cars and things that require opposable thumbs and stuff, I'm basically fucked. Mm. I'm going to get road-raged or something by a, an overly clever driving dog really quite soon. And that that's that's just that's just worrying. It's, I mean, it's... It's the start of the apocalypse, really. Not necessarily the apocalypse, but it's certainly the start of um, dogs not taking our shit anymore. Yeah. Because basically the, the only the only thing keeping dogs as our humble servants is the fact that they can't drive tractors and we can. Mm. So if any other dogs it, luckily they can't use the internet but word's going to get round they're going to say uh, hey, did you hear about that dog down in the M74 drove a tractor onto the motorway? 
it's a good thing our accent game hasn't got any better since the play. I'd feel there's no need. To, I mean, once you've once you mastered accents, you don't need to keep practicing, do you? No, I suppose not. So, um, I think we need to say to the Scot Scottish, um, what the fuck are you playing at? You don't let dogs drive tractors, you idiots. Yeah, can't argue with that. Two star podcast firmly against dogs driving tractors. <laughs> Or uh, mopeds. Or any other kind of motor vehiculation. Well, I, I think I think with that kind of political platform, we could stand for office. Tomorrow, mm. in fact. I mean, you know, it, it couldn't have been time better. I mean, you know, I'm happy for dogs to, to stay. I'm not going to say we should get rid of them all, but we need to keep an eye on them now. Mm. Yeah. Because it's, it's not a stretch to think that now they mastered... Ugh. Ugh. Excuse me. I'm <laughs> enjoying that. I think I'm over it, thanks. Uh, yeah, anyway, now they've um, mastered tractors, it's not... Uh, I'll, I don't know where I'm going with this. Forget it. Uh, I think... Well, that sort of leads me on quite nicely to... I think um, I've got a brain illness. We think you've got a brain illness too, mm. it, it's not a secret. So, I'm on uh, WebMD, Yeah. and I was thinking maybe we can uh, we'd go through and, because of my brain illness, well, let me tell you about some of the things that my brain illness has caused. Uh, to is, it, is it everything looks like penises? Well, no, I mean, that's just because I'm a, I'm a cock-hungry uh, adolescent. But when it's I was right. in the office today at quarters 12... Um, I got a notification on my telephone saying I've got a meeting in York in 15 minutes. And for those who aren't in the know, my office is in Lincoln. And for our American listeners, that's fucking long way. Um, I just completely forgot I was meant to be in York today. But it's not oh. its not just that. its My brain just doesn't work properly. Like, I went and bought a McDonald's and the girl said, did I want to have that was I eating in or taking out? And I said I was eating in, but I wasn't. I was taking out. I mean, what the fuck, right? Mm. And also, I can't remember the plot of books, films, or TV programs for more than about a week. Well, that's nice, because you get lots of sort of rewatchability. Well, that's what I like about reading now, because I can read a book, and then a pretty much a month later I could read it, and I would have no idea where it was going. Cool. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to uh, go on the WebMD symptom checker and presumably find out that I've got cancer because I think that's the end game of. of no, no, you're, you're thinking the Daily Mail. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'll, they'll probably just tell me to go to the doctor and it will be um, very disappointing. But, uh, so I'm saying it's for me. Uh, I am male. My age is 80, no, 25 to 34. Oh, I'm not looking forward to two years' time where I have to move, the, move up to the next. Uh, oh, it's depressing, asset. isn't it? That's terrible. What's my zip code? 90210, standard. Uh, my email is optional, so submit. Let's go. So click on the body to find and choose symptoms, or select from one of the categories below. So click on the, the head, I suppose. That's where the brain is. Uh, it doesn't let me choose the brain. I can say scalp, eyes, nose, mouth, face, ear, jaw. I think face is the obvious answer here. Well... The brain is closest to the scalp, but that's just going to say I've got dandruff or something, I guess. So what about if I don't know where to point? More symptoms here. Well, let's have a look. Um, abnormal gait. What's... Oh, walking. Why does that come up on the head? I, think. I don't know. Uh, anxiety, well, I suppose, yeah. 
isn't that's a plus? I wonder if yeah, I can you're add. You're concerned about your brain. Wicked, I can add loads. Right, so um, <laughs> binge drinking. No, I haven't really. Yeah, done, yeah. I haven't done that for a while. No, there's no bleeding, no body aches, no broken bones, no bruising, coarse hair. Mm, it's not too bad at the moment. Uh, craving to eat ice, dirt, or paper. Okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> um, decreased appetite or sweating. Developmental delays. Well, that's definitely uh, going in. <laughs> we got you banged to rights there. Yeah. Uh, difficulty breathing, climbing stairs, getting up from a chair, relaxing muscles after contracting them, standing, swallowing, or walking. What? I don't think I've got any difficulties in any of those. <laughs> I think that's several. Well, that would be quite a specific illness if that came up with a. Uh, so dislikes change in daily routine. Well, who doesn't? Um, who doesn't? Distorted body image. Nope. I know exactly how out of shape I am. No dizziness. Drinking excessive fluids. Where from? If you're producing excessive fluids, that's one thing, but drinking them is weird. Uh, dry skin. Easy bleeding. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like relaxed. Chilling out, just having a bit of a bleed. Uh, easy, easy bruising. Excessive body hair growth. Excessive crying. Uh, excessive exercise. <laughs> is that really a, a like a medical symptom? Do you think it's excessive? Excessively. Well, just like shrieking. I don't know if it's excessive in quantity or quality. Is does it mean effusive crying? I don't know. Excessive exercising. How is that a symptom of anything? Just stop exercising. Uh, excessive sweating, excessively salty sweat or skin. Who the fuck is tasting their sweat to see if it's excessively salty? I presume it's just like it leaves a residue everywhere that it it, it touches. Oh, I see. Like, so. let's, let's not speculate on mm. this. Uh, fatigue, fearful, feeling faint, fever, flaking skin, flush skin, food cravings. That was a. I tell you, this is alphabetical. Yeah, <laughs> that was a fun little tongue twister. Uh, mm. Frequent falls, frequent infections. Frequent laxative use. <laughs> well, no, I don't think I'm excessively taking... Uh, giddiness, high blood pressure, hot flashes, hot dry skin, hunger. Of course I've got hunger. Everyone's always hungry. How is hunger a symptom? I need to be on WebMD, clearly. Hmm. It just means it's lunchtime. Yeah, your diagnosis is uh, you need a sandwich. You realize WebMD is probably sponsored by McDonald's uh, at this point. Well, notice is you need a Big Mac. Hyperactive behavior, not so much. Impaired judgment, definitely. Impaired yep. social skills, definitely. Yep. Inability to care for self, yep. yep. Uh, increased sensitivity to cold and or heat. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Increased thirst, involuntary movements, itching or yep. burning. Just, yeah, constantly. My hands are constantly on fire. Uh, joint aches, jumpiness, or easily startled. We can test that. Ah! Right, yep. Uh, loss of balance, loss of coordination, low blood pressure, low self esteem. I mean, who hasn't got that fucking hell? That should, they should just set that one as default. Mm. Uh, morning alcohol drinking, brackets, eye opener. Uh, muscle cramps or spasms, muscle stiffness, muscle weakness. Nervousness, night sweats, uh, overweight, pain or discomfort, pale skin, palpitations, poor personal hygiene, definitely. Uh, prolonged bleeding, so just having a nice, uh, easy, excessively prolonged bleed. 
reduced productivity at work. Well, yeah, yeah. I was in Lincoln when I should have been in York, so that's a definite. Uh, restless or irritability, restrictive dieting, seizures, shaking, shaking chills, short attention span. Yeah, uh, short attention span definitely because I've completely stopped paying attention to all of this a long time ago. Short stature. How is being short their <laughs> symptom? <laughs> You're short, you're diseased. We diagnose you with dwarfism. Skin peeling, cracking, or scaling. Slow growth, failure to thrive. Uh, <laughs> that's, a bit, that's, a, that's a particularly harsh thing. Like, sorry, you've just, you just failed to thrive. <laughs> you have to put you down. Well, I mean, you, you know, you're existing, but you're not really thriving, are you? Oh, I feel depressed just listening, mm. listening to this now. Uh, tires quickly, trembling, unusual behaviour, I'm saying yes. Yep. Weakness generalised, well, I'm pretty weak, yeah. Uh, weight gain, weight loss, or wheezing. Well, I've chosen the ones that uh, I've got, so I've got 15 choices, and it's come up with 59 possible conditions. <laughs> so, top of the list, depression. So, well, that's pretty bang on, fair play. Uh, what's piker? Picker? P-I-C-A. If I click on that, will it take me to a new page and I'll lose everything? Yes, marvellous. Uh, oh, it's an eating disorder. Uh, acute stress reaction, sleep deprivation. Oh, that's a, an abnormal appetite for, for earth and other non-foods. Oh, okay. Well, Ew. I did say I want to eat paper. Yeah, it's a character of an appetite of substances that are largely non-nutritive, such as paper, clay, metal, chalk, soil, glass, or sand. I think that's a pretty much one-to-one... Symptom to condition, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine there are many other conditions that involve that. No. Uh, ADHD, autism, Asperger's, diabetes type <laughs> two. Is that the good one or the bad one? That's, uh, that's the, the one. yeah, that's, that's the the one you acquire rather than inherit. That's the one you get for eating too much. Yeah, right, fine. Um, general anxiety disorder, heart rhythm disorder, hypothyroidism, methamphetamine use. Yes, you got your bang to write to you, Graham. Explain a lot. Um, Down syndrome, post-traumatic stress disorder, dehydration, anemia, aortic regurgitation, which sounds horrific. I don't know what that means. It really does. Uh, arterial fibrillation. Isn't fibrillation where your heart stops? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so I'm going to have to buy a... The thing the shock pad is supposed to stop. Yeah, so I have to buy a defibrillator now. Uh, benzodiazepine ab- abuse. I don't even know what benzodiazepine is, but probably abuse it if I could get some. Uh, dementia in head injury. Oh, diabetes type 1 as well. Oh, shit. That's a full house. Uh, emphysemia, gastrointestinal bleeding, heat exhaustion, histoplasmosis, uh, insulin reaction, intoxication. Well, uh, <laughs> yep. uh, low blood pressure or low blood sugar. Lung cancer. There we go. It took a long time to get down to uh, get down to the cancers, didn't it? I think it's trying to tell you you don't, in fact, have cancer. Well, that's nice to know. Malnutrition, uh, mononucleosis. That sounds a lot of fun. And we've got narcotic abuse again. So I think I'm having an intervention. <laughs> yes. Yeah. According to that, you're on a lot of drugs. Yeah. If I was on drugs, I don't think I'd go for meth because I'm not an idiot. No. no. Have, you, have you ever seen like the the actual ingredients of meth? No, I've never actually seen Breaking Bad. Well, yeah, I was going to say well, only in Breaking whether Bad. Whether you've seen Breaking Bad or not, just like go on Wikipedia and read the ingredients, and you just 
after eating, there was no way you would ever put that stuff anywhere near your body. Mm. It's really horrendous. I could see how you could get addicted to heroin because mm. uh, I've been in hospital and I had some morphine. It was fucking great. And uh, if it wouldn't completely fuck me up and I could buy it quite easily, I could have a little bit of morphine every now and then. That sounds like quite a lot of fun. Mm. Oh, scurvy. I've probably got scurvy. Or I've had a stroke. Or a tick bite. Is it still listing conditions? Yeah, yeah, I haven't even got to the bottom yet. I might have chemical burns, Dan. Ah, here we go. I think that's the kind of thing you notice. Well, probably. Uh, brain infection and or tumour. Mm. Cyanide poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was worth it just for that. <laughs> What the fuck is Jumping Frenchman? I have a feeling it's that... No, I'm sure that's been on QI. I'm sure it's some condition whereby you, like, you involuntarily respond to any shouted command, like, before kind of rashly thinking about it and and whether or not to do it. No, that's being hypnotised, isn't it? No. (laughs) So, right, Jumping Frenchman of Maine is an exaggerated startle reflex. Yeah, and uh, it's an extreme response that someone has when startled. It's a very rare condition, first noticed in a small group of French-Canadian lumberjacks in Maine and Quebec in 1878. Doctors aren't sure what causes it, but it appears to run in families. I am one-quarter Canadian, so... I mean, the the science stacks up here. But that wouldn't make mm. me forget to go to York. No, that would make Maybe you... Maybe someone like... shouted, don't go to York, at you a couple of hours earlier, and you involuntarily did it without realising it. Oh, that's true. That could have happened. I don't think I've got tuberculosis because I had my BCG. Mm. Yeah, um, I've still got still got the scars to prove it. So, yep. but I think what they're saying is uh, the most likely thing is a brain infection. Yep. So basically, you're gonna die. Well, I don't think I'm gonna die. I think I'm just gonna. We're all gonna die, Dan. Maybe get fired, mm. but I don't think I'm gonna die. Yeah, don't ever go on WebMD because it just tells you you've got everything. If, yeah. if you say you've got everything, I suppose was yeah. If you, if you make up a load of symptoms, mm. I didn't. I... Or just or just interpret them very widely. Yeah, I don't think I made up a lot of them, which is uh, the distressing thing there. Well, anyway, um, that's uh, instead of going to a doctor, um, if the conservatives get their way, it's a lot cheaper. Um, mm. Some political satire for you, which I'm not going to get around to editing this anytime soon. So by the time this goes out, uh, there will have been an election. And um, we probably and, still won't have a government. No, probably not, because I'll probably get around to doing it tomorrow evening, as the results are coming in. Well, I, I think even if you manage to do it sometime next week, we probably still won't have a government. Mm. Well, in that oh. case, uh, let's put our let's say all what our predictions are, and that's how we'll end it. And then next time we can come back and laugh at how wrong some or oh, post-election debris. Yeah. So I think. The winners will be, I think it will probably just end up being Conservatives and uh, Liberal Democrats again. I think that the Scottish National Party will win all the seats in Scotland and therefore invade England and capture Newcastle. And we'll eventually have to buy them off. I think all the dogs in Scotland will win all the seats and they will drive their tractors down the M74 uh, and... But they'll get confused because when they get into England, they won't understand that what the national road sign, uh, national speed limit sign is. It's true. 
It's true. Like everyone in England. Exactly, because in Scotland it just says 70, and they'll see a black line on a white background, and they'll be like, hey, what the fuck is this? I'm going back to Scotland. Uh, and Adam, your predictions are? Uh, I think whatever happens, it's going to be very depressing. I think uh, you are correct. So we'll see you, Benders, in the future. There's only the three of you that we like. The rest of you can fuck off. Yeah, the rest of you can piss off. Hey, 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 let's not be too hasty there. We we need to, at the very least, we need to engender some degree of Stockholm Syndrome before we start abusing our listeners. Oh, okay. Um, Otherwise, no one will be listening. Well, we love you, and uh, we're only doing this for your own good. Yeah. Cool. Bye. Bye. I'm going to eat. Somebody who... What the fuck was that? Oh, yeah, I've got an air freshener in here. <laughs> I hope that's staying in. Well, it might, yeah. Uh, <laughs> generally, it's behind the monitor, so I couldn't see it, and it just went... <laughs> and it scared the piss out of me. Anyway.